Hello everybody, welcome back. We're here once again with another bit of random encounter. We are continuing with our fun and games in the Abomination Vaults where you guys have just recently encountered something a little bit different. You've been thrown sort of out of the uh, ruins, uh, ruins over to the graveyard uh, near Atari where a whole bunch of undead just came out of nowhere from this pale light that shone on the centre of Atari's graveyard and then all hell broke loose. You have been joined by somebody new uh, who has effectively just sort of gone, right, come on then, let's go. I'm going to follow you guys. In you go. You seem to be competent ones around here. Off we go. We're going into this. We're going into this situation. You're the ones that uh, the other ones that we're gonna head in with. Um, and you fought a bunch of undead, but at the very culmination of that fight, all of a sudden, the pulse of light shone brightly for a second, disappeared, and this ugly-looking thing appeared in the middle. Um, Let's just very briefly go over a couple of things. And it's, I, I noted we've, we've kind of started. This is, I think, episode 13 of all things. Whatever that might mean. Um, and I haven't gone over some of the stuff that we use because, you know, we, we, we use all this software and I keep on forgetting to, to mention it. So just really quickly for a change for the start of this, ep this episode, it's going to be very quick because I'm going to run through the sort of collective descriptions of all the bits and pieces that we use. Um, so we use Sirenscape for the music, which periodically you might hear. Uh, I know the last recordings, I couldn't hear it. So I've turned up the volume on my machine. Um, so hopefully you'll be able to hear it this time yeah, for those of you that are watching this and listening and the music should be there if it isn't i'll turn it up next time and then we'll just keep going uh until i find the right volume everything else seems fine touch wood volumes seem to be good now he says um on top of that we use foundry as our virtual tabletop of choice mostly because i like messing around with it um it's as simple as that it's the one i like tinkering with the most and therefore it's the one i use the most um we yeah i i've got plenty of fun with this i mean even just using normal dice there are things that i've got on here which allow that to be at least slightly more manageable um we do tend to also use a couple of bits of recording software as you might imagine we've got obs set up we do that in two different places now just to make sure that i don't lose audio um so uh, we have a backup audio recorder um over there with his big blue cup of tea um who's making sure that we keep hold of any audio just in case i lose it and then with all the sort of final bits and pieces we are obviously on youtube we are on uh, anchor if you want to listen to us as just a podcast we are on anchor uh, which should mean you should be able to find us through all the big things like google podcasts and itunes um we should appear on spotify as well supposedly so all of that sort of stuff we, we pipe out to automatically and then the only other thing i can really think of that jumps off the top of my head is obviously this is all paizo's stuff um we do not have the rights to sell you any of this we cannot sell you the products we are not licensed in that way and that is not what we do we are here to play the game and sit around and have a laugh and record it and chuck it out to people to consume if they so desire um, and that's more or less the sort of the big the big sort of run it's the big sort of blurb but we don't do it we don't do it very often you will find that we do have a facebook page um which is advertised now on the youtube um but if you go to facebook we are at slash random rpg and if you really want to tweet us we're at random underscore rpg because i couldn't get the two to be the same one was missing on one and one was missing on the other so it was the uh, it was the fun and games that it just had to be that way around um so that's what we've got and yeah after that we're kind of into this sort of session and we're kind of going straight in as i was saying um but the main sort of just the the general gist for me is um yep if you want to have all of those sorts of things, they've got their own wonderful websites. Please go and look at them. Fantastic software, fantastic stuff all, all across the board. 
my wonderful players here looking a little bit sort of trepidatious about potentially what they're about to encounter. Um, is everybody having fun though? That's the only question I've kind of got because I know we got new people in and everything else. Is everybody having fun? <laughs> everybody answer at once, quick. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. I am. The badger is tolerating it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. That I mean, I can cope with tolerance. Tolerance. Tolerance is 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 fine as far as I'm concerned. So we've got the, we've got a fight to do, um, and I think we ought to start it. I think we really should. So I'm going to ask for that fabled thing of. I'd like you all to roll for initiative, please. Just like that. Just like that. Uh, you do have a scout, um, I believe, at the moment. Moz was scouting, so you get a plus yep. one on that. Um, I don't think anybody was stealthing apart from uh, Nephi. So Nephi can roll. Oh, you were as well. Okay, then roll your uh, initiative based off your uh, stealth, please. Everybody else rolls it off perception, but remember to add one uh, to that thing. And I'll get a little bit of music going. Because I've talked all about the fact that I've got the music going. Let's have the music going. Well, that's already upset with my dice. Already upset with your dice. <laughs> yeah. One already on a naughty step. Or very close to it. Mine's just gone on the naughty step. <laughs> it's considerably loud um, combat music. This could be entertaining. Let's see if people can hear me. Um, let's uh, take it down a bit, actually. There we go. I'll do. Okay, so let's have a little look at what we've got. Um, I would like to know what we have for Inver, please. Ten. Ten. This dice is on a warning. <laughs> Neffy. Eleven. Eleven. More dice on warnings. Moz. Ten. Ten. Oh no. Halen. <laughs> Here to rescue us. Sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. I mean, that's better than everybody else so far. It's not better than my creature, though, which is going to go on a nice whopping twenty-two. Um, so, um, let's let's start this fight, shall we? Let's have a little bit of a beginning on this fight. And uh, uh, well, I've got two two equally spaced opponents here. Inver's possibly slightly closer. So um, let's see what I can do. Well, the first thing it's going to do is on the fronts of its legs, these sort of um, armoured carapace insectoid type legs you can see all these really fine sort of hairs and things sticking out of them and all of a sudden they go rigid hard and it flicks its arms forwards um and it's going to make a attack on inver to start with with these quills that shoot out of its out of its legs you are just outside of its first range increment uh yep just outside so um it's going to uh not be able to to get rid of that come on uh it's not going to be able to it's not going to be as easy as it should be it's going to have a, a slight penalty to this roll um so will a 31 hit you will be a critical hit a critical a critical hit okay uh so this is going to do a, a fairly reasonable amount of damage to you um four. where did that go and i want uh so that is going to be 20 points of damage for its first action <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, where did that healing come from? That was not. Yeah, I'm not sure what quite how that happened, but um, don't worry no, about don't. it. Don't worry about it. So that's <laughs> that's that's its first action. Um, if you would take that twenty points of damage. Yep. Oh no! Hang on, I can't add it up. That's the problem. <laughs> that. Yeah, that looks more. That looks more like it. Um, 
and then it's going to yeah you're not you're not close enough for that uh so it's going to then move over as its second action it's going to move 25 feet up towards Nephi. Uh, <laughs> and it's going to bite you with its uh, jaws up at the front there. Um, so this is going to be a... Gonna I mean, yeah. Um... Oh, gold. Tried to work that one out. And... <laughs> It's a big number. It's a big number. A uh, 27. Yeah, and that's a critical because I'm a 17 AC. Meow. Um, okay. I'm going to my arse in a minute, aren't I? <laughs> uh, it depends on how well I roll right now. Uh, so uh, the answer is not very well. Um, so uh, 16 points of damage. Okay, I'm definitely on my ass. So you, I was only on ten. You are down, yeah. So um, remember that this means that you mark your dying one condition. You are. Oh, um, no, wrong way. Yeah, don't heal yourself. That's not. That's not on. <laughs> Can I do minus? Does it do a minus? It yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. It will do. It will do. No, it just so, went to zero. But that's, okay, that's fine. You are. You are supposed to be. Uh, you don't go to negatives. Negatives don't exist in this. But I would like you to mark okay. that dying condition on your character sheet so that you gain all of those wonderful prones and everything oh. else. Yep, all those it's wonderful all conditions. Dark. It's all gone dark because you can't see anything. Uh, but that is all three of its actions, which means it is now Phelan's turn. Hey. So I'm going to take a couple of steps forward between Mars and this sarcophagus. And judging by the alacrity with which Claret is spurting from Nephi, I'm going to cast Stabilize. That's fair. Okay, so Stabilize is just going to do what, if you wouldn't mind? It removes the dying condition, and the and the target remains unconscious at zero hit. Okay, okay. Uh, so remove those dying conditions. You instead gain a wounded condition instead. Um, this is actually quite uh, fortuitous, because one thing I forgot, because you were crit, you should have been at dying too. Um, but... Because you've just been stabilised, it gets rid of all of those, and instead you're just on wounded one, because, yeah, you, you're quite happy on that one. The downside is, you're still unconscious, you're not moving, you're not actually awake enough to fight, you're on zero hit points, but you're at least not dying. Okay. Uh, I'll have a nap. You'll have a nap. <laughs> Inver. Oh. Uh, so, I am going to cast the three-action version of heal because that will hit Nephi and me, which mm -hmm. would be handy. And depending on what that critter is, may or may not damage it. Okie dokie. Uh, so this is a nice simple one. At the level you're at, it's just going to do D8 healing to both of you. Um, no need to do anything else, um, but it obviously does take up your spell slot, so remember to to do that. Uh and you shouldn't be doing it on there anyway. You shouldn't be doing hey. it on there. You shouldn't be doing it on there. So don't worry about that. Oh, let's have three instead. Let's have three instead. So that both you and Nephi have three. Nephi, you're awakened and and not dying. Um, uh, I have no idea why that's healing stuff. Yeah. That's fair enough. That's okay. Don't worry about it. It's probably just if you if you're hitting anything that looks like a dice or anything like that on the character sheet. In fact, it might even just be the name of the the spell. It might do it automatically. So, just uh, I think the only thing you want to hit is like the the, the not the cast button, but there's a little plus minus. I've been trying not to hit any of them. That's fair. Anyway. That's fair. Um, okay. okay. Uh, so that is all of your actions. Uh, uh, one thing you do note: it didn't seem to do any damage it to it. It didn't seem to. It seemed to heal it. I mean, not that it take to, it was damaged at all, but it did seem to 
patch it back together. Uh, Moz, it is your turn. Okay, um, it's step one, run at it. Step two, question mark. Step three, victory. Um, <laughs> Twenty-five foot movement. Yeah, I've got to stick with reach. Yeah, that on seems fair. In, though, that seems on fair. the way in. I would like to see. Do I know what the frack this is? Okay, so as your second action, you will be. Uh, can you tell me what your bonus is for a cult? And if you're trained in it. Ooh, I am trained at plus six. Trained at plus six. You do know what this is. Uh, with a, <laughs> with a, uh, only just, but you do know what this is. Um, this is uh, a creature. It's an aberration known as a Sclathrex. Um, it is not undead. It is a very, very specific, um, uh, type of creature called an aberration. Um, what sort of stuff do you want to know about it? Uh, my normal trick for this is to say defensive abilities, offensive abilities, or just the general passive sort of trait values of it. I will lean into offensives initially. Okay, so um, you've already seen its ranged quill attack um, that uh, that took inver down quite uh, quite hard um its bite uh does have a venom associated with it um which normally would make people clumsy and everything else like that but um Nephi went down so uh, Nephi, considering that could you make a fortitude save for me please uh -uh. probably not <laughs> uh -uh. <laughs> no you're not allowed to go uh -uh. no i don't want to use that dice don't like that dice no more uh, what am I doing? Fortitude. Fortitude. 19. 19 for the Fortitude save. Um, that is going to succeed as far as I'm aware. Um, so, yep, I'm happy with that. Uh, you are not affected by this poison. Um, okay, cool. One and two done. Um... So as, as he goes charging in and he thinks he knows what he's yeah. on about this time. I, just a couple um, of other things just for you, for you to know, because you asked for offensive. Uh, it is able to also spew out that toxin in a cloud in front of it. Okay. Um, as he remembers this, as he charges in, he will relay some of this. Uh, well, we'll, we'll relay this to, to the rest of the group. Um, Venomous life, your putrid breath in your venom won't knock us down, make us clumsy. And he'll go for a stab in the face. Okay. Uh, I don't know what I'm running anymore. Um, we're avoiding that one. Um, okay, that's a 17 plus. It's plus quite a bit for you at this point, I would imagine. Yeah, it is. First time around. 10. So 27, please. Uh, 27 is a hit. Good. Jesus, um, so 1d10 plus strength. 4 plus strength of 4. So 8. 8 points of damage. And that does seem to uh, catch on this creature. Um... But it doesn't seem to have done a lot. Um, this thing looks to be fairly hefty and fairly big. Uh, and worryingly so, to a certain extent. Um, Nephi, it is your turn. Because you get to go now before the creature that took you down. That's one of the things, one of the okay. advantages. Okay. Just as a note, standing up is an action. I know. Oh, I know it is. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I don't want to be where I am. <laughs> um. There's, there's no guarantee that it has an attack of opportunity, but then again, there's there is that. It's not the. There is definitely. It's not that other system. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. I'll stand up. Okay, so... What knows? Well, it's an action oh. to stand up. 
Sorry, yeah. The, it's not D&D, &D, you just said. Um, <laughs> an action to stand up, and then for two actions, I run the other direction. Well, I mean, yeah, okay, you can use both of your actions if you so desire. You are more than welcome to simply just use one and still have an action left. It's up to you. Um. Okay, I want to get over here. Where is it? Uh, I was pinging, it's not working. Okay, okay. Right. that's probably going to be yeah. two actions. You Your normal moves, but speed is 30 foot. Um, oh, sorry, I can get to there then. Yep, absolutely. And then I can shoot it. Yes, you can. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you, save me. I'm like hiding behind him. <laughs> Put the name of this creature on because you've, uh, you've worked out what it is. Scale uh, <laughs> the scale electric. So, 24. is a hit. Um, you are not sneak attacking it, though. Uh, I'm sure you're not surprised. No, it's not flat footed to me. No, it's it? not. It's not. Okay. Uh, so, I have uh, five points of damage. Five points of damage. It's, uh, it's nothing to be sniffed at. It's taken another. Uh, smallish chunk out of this creature the downside is it's its turn moz it's going to Ooh. wait it's not gonna no no it's not gonna do that one i'm i'm sorry uh it is however going to step up next to you that is moving within your reach and therefore is an attack of opportunity I'm going to hit in the face. Mm-hmm. Well, with the 12, maybe I won't. Could have just stepped forward, to be fair. But anyway. Uh, is, that, is that a miss? With a 12 total, was that? 12 total, 2 and 10. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. It's then going to bite you. That's in rude. Or it's going to try to, anyway. Uh, a 7 on the dice is a 20 to hit. Just beats me by one. Yep. Mm. Uh, so, but this is a normal hit, not a critical. Um, so you take nine points of damage as it bites into you, and then I'd let you. I'd like you to make a fortitude saving throw, please. And a fortitude. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus eight. Um. It's Thursday, not Tuesday. So it's two and eight for ten. That's going to be a fail. That's going to be a fail. You are clumsy, sir. Uh, clumsy is one of those um, myriad uh, affects a number of things. Um, and I believe it's one of those that affects your... Um, reduces your armor class, your reflex saving throws, your ranged attack rolls, and any acrobatic stealth or thievery checks. So that's um, that's going to cause you a problem because you've only got an 18 armor class now. Um, yep. And uh, based on that, it's going to bite you again. Or at least it's going to try. For its it's final action. Uh, a 6 on the dice uh, is only going to be a 14 for its second attack. So it is going to miss. Uh, but that first hit is coming in and it's coming in hard every single time. Uh Phelan, it is your turn. Okay. It's that moment when you know your player's listening along to the music because he's bouncing up and down happily. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Assume you're talking about JJ. Yeah, it is. It's, it's happily there nodding along. <laughs> okay. So. Well, technically speaking, my badger can't see it. 
<laughs> because yeah, I guess it does not have light, does it? Um, he's he's no. trapped in the dark at the moment. So in in which case, I am going to uh, ask the creature very nicely to make me that basic reflex save <laughs> <laughs> for a little bit of electric damage. Uh, so uh, an eighteen. Bang on. So I will... Because it's basic, you still roll the damage, I just take half. Okay, so that's five halving to two. Halving to two, yep. A uh, small sort of spattering of the electric goats over it, but it seemed to have ducked out of the way of quite a lot of it. I shall raise my shield. <laughs> raise your shield. That seems more than fair. Uh, so we are now going to move on in this fight. We're going to move to Inver. It is your turn. Okay. I am going to cast the two-action version of Concordant Choir. You unleash a dangerous consonance of reverberating, that reverberating sound, boasting on a single target or spreading out. So the two-action version does 2d4 sonic damage within a 10-foot burst with a fortitude save. Okay. So it's a ranged spell, so I'm going to plonk it here. Mm -hmm. So it only gets Yeah, I'm more than fine with that. Okay, okay. So, so 2d4. 2d4. Is there any save on this? Fortitude, basic fortitude. Basic fortitude. Okay, okay. Um, Three and... Four, that'll be seven of Sonic. Okay, it, it will um it will almost certainly manage to succeed with a twenty-four. Um, but does it that critically succeed? Will. No. No. So how much damage was it? Seven. Seven. So we'll half that down to three. Um, but we won't uh, completely ignore yep. it. Uh, okay. And uh, assuming that's two actions. Yep. And for my third. I'm okay, moves away. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we leave Mosron as the only one stuck in in close and up personal. It's all right. It's not. I'm not in here with it. It's in here with me. <laughs> <laughs> totally turning Rorschach on this thing. Go on, Moz, chop its head off. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm in the perfect range from my perspective. Um, I think I'll hit it. Mm. I'll try. That's an 8 plus 10 for 18. It's a miss. Yeah. Okay, so how that does. <laughs> oh. um, this one is going to be... We're going exacting with the strike. exacting strike. So, yep, no penalty if you miss. Yep. That's a 16... Plus five for 21. That is exactly a hit. <laughs> it's going to be tough. Um, okay. Uh, we're going to swap out for a different 10, though. Nine plus four for 13, please. Nine plus four for 13. We are going to pause, however, begin on pause. Uh, so how much damage was that? Sorry. Nine plus four for 13. 13. Now, that does seem to really annoy it. That takes a good old chunk out of this thing. Uh, you can see black or a blackish eye core starting to drip out of various areas on the carapace that have been smashed apart by your uh, your polearm. This thing sort of looks at you and this is a sort of noise from its jaws. And I'll do it. Okay, you are pretty much you are pretty much shooting for a natural twenty here. Yeah, I, I don't think I've got any other option. Uh, reasonably speaking, um, I could be wrong, but no, because frost is if I fall over, start bleeding out and dying horribly, and that's not the plan today. Um, no, no, we're gonna go with it. Okay, with a seven, so no. Oh, but not by a long way. Uh, that would in not fact. That would have, in fact, been a critical fail if that mattered, but it doesn't because of the way that the uh, creature is set up. There is nothing for that. So it swings round to a, the beginning of a new round, and it is Nephi's turn. Okay. Shoot it in the jam bags. <laughs> I reload. 
Yep. For one action. For one action. Um, if I try and because the thing is the the things already been identified so doesn't does not matter but not uh, by me not by you and actually the way that i tend to run this um is you can keep on identifying the creature you you you'll be at a, a normal attempt right now but if you want to try it again in a future round to get more information you absolutely can it's just harder each time Ugh. Just very aware that thing might make it flat-footed to me. Indeed, it does, and that is a big deal for you. So you can attempt to identify it. Um, it would be, uh, what is your occult, and are you trained uh, in it? Plus my yeah, I'm trained. I'm plus seven in occult. Plus seven and trained, and you absolutely identify. It. You are happy and very convinced you know what this creature is you know its weak spot you can therefore class it as flat-footed for this next attack in addition do you want any information about this creature that potentially so moz went for the combat sort of abilities it's it's aggressive we didn't you didn't go for nobody's gone for any sort of like its defensive levels or any of its utility sort of passive type things so it depends whether or what you want from those two Defensive. Okay, it is resistant to poison. It is weak to fire. It has an armor class of 21. Those are the kinds of things you can get out of that. Oh, and its reflex save is its best. Okay. Right, I'll try and shoot it then. So I've reloaded, I've identified. The rod net 20. And that 20! Very nice. A critical hit with flat-footed on. So roll everything, including your sneak attack damage, and add on all the bonuses, and then double it. So okay. I believe for uh... you, you'll be looking at uh, 1d6 for the weapon itself. Uh, I mm -hmm. believe your sneak attack damage is uh, 1d... I want to say 6 as well. But I'm not nope. sure. About yeah, it's an extra D6. An extra D6. Yeah. So you're rolling 2D6 and then double yeah. it. Cool. 16. 16 points of damage. You are, now that you are honed in on what this creature is and all the rest of it, it's doing this sort of chittering noise. And just as it opens its jaws, you go, right. There you go, straight in through the through the through the jaw. This massive um, this bolt goes straight in, and you can hear it sort of clicking uh, as this bolt is now lodged in its mouth. Blood, this black stuff just goes everywhere, all over the place. Nephi is very satisfied. Nephi is, I'm sure, very satisfied. Unfortunately for all of you, this is when the creature reacts. And more, more Moz, I think, is the one that's going to have the, the, the slight downside here. Um, it's just going to... You, you see it sort of bubbling up, this stuff in its mouth with this black eye core, and all of a sudden it just opens its jaw and out comes this wave of filth and horrible toxin i you are definitely within a 15 foot cone of it i don't think there is any problem with that i am definitely not going to catch anybody else no matter what i do so i'm not going to measure this out uh, i would like you to make a reflex saving throw please plus six to this which makes it a seven. Oh. 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 That's oh. a problem. Hero yep. points exist. Hero points oh, yeah, do exist. They do freaking exist. That's just because that would have been a critical fail. <laughs> that's a twelve plus six, so that's eighteen. Okay, that is at least I believe. Um, and I'm just going to check this because uh, the last thing I want is to get this one wrong. Uh, that is going to be uh, twenty-one is the target. So that is it is a fail. But it is, uh, it is at least um, not a critical fail at that point. Uh, so you are going to take, as this thing comes spraying out of you, this is poison damage. So if you are resistant to poison damage in any way, shape or form, um, you're going to take 13 points of damage. Okay. 
In addition to that, for one minute, the creature gains a weakness five to fire. And... Any actions, is it to light a torch? <laughs> as in, as in, Moz has suddenly become flammable. He's covered in stuff that's made him flammable. Um, in addition, the creature, if the creature ever f critically fails with an attack roll, the weapon being used is immediately dropped. So just remember that one. Um, now that is a uh, an action, but it's not a. a um, it is, uh, I'm going to treat that as an attack. There's no way that isn't an attack. So it is, however, then going to try and bite you as its final action on the turn because that only took two actions. Um, and with a 17, he just misses you with the clumsy on you by one. Um, so this, this jaw comes flying out after it's bitten you this this sort of stuff covers you and then you just see these jaws coming in um and you just get out of the way phelan it is your turn right okay it's use flame time <laughs> Not that any of this weak to fire was communicated to me, but it dodged the electric arc. It's the only other <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Um, so I believe this is an attack roll, though, rather than... Um, it is. Anything else? And so. survey, survey says 25. Which is a hit. Which is a hit. Thank you. <laughs> I'd like to th I'd like to thank the authors of this adventure module just for putting some really nice easy monsters to lose us into. Meet a repulsor of us straight away. This is this has definitely caused you the most problems so far. Let's put it that way. Right, and it can have six points of fire damage six points of fire which does seem to lap around this creature quite hard whatever oil is on this thing's um skin and and moz you're noticing that the same stuff that's covering you that's making you all feel kind of sticky and everything else is actually covering this entire creature and the it just suddenly sort of wells up with fire and, and sets alight there is a horrible screeching noise and yet this thing is still clicking around and start keeping moving towards you um you have one more action phelan right i'm going to use my action to go chew on that you horrible <laughs> stinky bastard raise your shield <laughs> why are you doing it oh no no i'm just going to spend my action mocking it. fair enough um yeah, you can roll intimidate if you want. That's certainly an option. Okay. Something to put it off. If you're <laughs> successful, it's pretty good. It makes them frightened. Thirteen? No, <laughs> it's not going to work. This thing has no idea what you're saying and just sort of carries on its its normal uh, its normal process. Uh, however, be perfectly honest, probably the rest of the party has no idea what I'm saying. <laughs> Um, Inver, it is your turn. Yes. <laughs> so it's not where I wanted it to be within range. Hmm. That's annoying. Deeply annoying. Especially since it hasn't moved. Mm. Yeah, it's not. No, it hasn't, but I did. <laughs> That's all my ranging has mm. changed. Do have any potions? No, I don't. Okay. I am going to put myself. Move for one. Not using that control or not. <laughs> uh, two, three, four, five over there. Mm -hmm. Then Moz is going to get two action healing spell. 
Ah. It's D8 plus 8. It is indeed. I have 11 points of healing damage. Yay! Ah, spell slots. I remember spell <laughs> slots. <laughs> Those wonderful things that you used to have. Uh... <laughs> if, if only Moz was my pet. And also, stop getting hit. And I can't do that much wild. more. <laughs> uh, Moz, it is your turn. Um, look at my options here. I do believe my best option is to beat it in the face. <laughs> uh, You're a fighter after all. I will take a nat 20 plus 10 for 30, please. Yeah, that'll do it. That's a critical hit. Um, only by virtue of the nat 20, mind you. Yes. So... Double damage die? Uh, so roll your damage, add your strength, and double the whole lot. Gotcha. Okay, let's try a middle one we have not so far. <laughs> Ten points of damage total. I mean... One I plus can... four doubled makes... I can see why that's painful. I can see why that would hurt. <laughs> I will alleviate your pain ever so slightly. What does that do? Because that kills it. Um, having been bathed on, stabbed, or bitten, or otherwise, he's entirely fed up with this. Um, and with a, a big, bold sweep, just takes it in at the shoulder joint and just drives it home and through with the halberd. This thing scatters black icor everywhere across this area you all stop and look around and realize that the blue light is gone um that aura from the um uh, the, the the lighthouse itself has just disappeared you are surrounded by Skeletal remains, what little of the restless dead were still intact, gone in the last little fight that you had, and then this creature, whatever it is, is all gone. Well, do you do? That was a thing. Uh, my... Oh, yeah. Moz, you feel a little bit awkward and unpleasant, but over time that clumsiness does disappear. Right, who's first for the bandages? Wait. <laughs> right. So ne Nephi has a hurty paw that only bandages will fix. <laughs> so I guess I'm going to start doing some start doing some first aid on on. Yep, that's fair. So in hand. take 10 minutes. Um, you start patching up um, Nephi. Um, make that make that roll. Uh, in fact, what we'll do yeah. is we'll do this. We'll pause it now and we'll uh, we'll do this very quickly without the run. OK, so a little bit of patching up there done on Nephi and Invar. Not not fully healed, but patched up. Um, it means that Nephi is no longer going to be wounded. So you can take that uh, wounded condition off yourself because a little bit of first aid is always a good way of getting rid of a bit of a wounded condition, which is always worthwhile doing. Um, so, after a few minutes... Camera. Yep. So after that little bit of a shift of cameras, um, as I was saying, we, we end up, after a few minutes, you've, you've kind of patched yourself up. Um, you're starting to put this together. That obviously takes about half an hour, uh, 20 minutes to do two people. So it does take a bit of time to just sort of do all of that. It's about at this time that a bulk of town sort of guard and militia suddenly show up at the, at the gate and start moving through past you all, just making sure that there is nothing else in here that's, that's moving, that shouldn't be there. Um, 
a rather wizened old gentleman that you, uh, some of you remember from way back in your original time in Atari, uh, walks up to you. He is the town uh, guard, a, um, a gentleman, quite late of years, silvery hair, absolute attitude um he walks he, he walks very stiff um up his uh, his name is uh, lardis longsaddle um the, the militia guard of the of the town the, the the sort of head and he sort of looks down at you lot catches eye um with with uh, moz nods a little bit <laughs> damn time you came back well, it suddenly got very busy, so I thought I might be of use. Phelan? Nice. Neffy? Not got anything uh, yeah. in your pockets right now, I trust? I always have things in my pockets. I'm not telling you who owns them, though. I would very much hope it's you! Eyes on the pies, Lardis. Eyes on your pies. I uh, keep your eyes on the pies. I know nothing about pies. Mm -hmm. My lawyer said that. So I saw Anchor down there dealing with the undead that fell on top of the cathedral. Who's uh, who's this one? That's a, a well presented question, actually. Um, well, look, um, from what I can tell, you pretty much cleared this from, from what the lads on the gate were saying. It does look empty. He sort of looks over at the lieutenants uh, that are wandering around. All clear, and then you go all clear. Okay, fair enough. Right, you four look like you've seen better days. Whatever you're doing at the moment, probably worth having a rest. Get yourself back to town. Get yourself patched up. Maybe come and speak to me in the morning, if I can be bothered. How old is this gentleman? He's in his sixties, probably fifties, sixties. Fair enough. Right, pub then. Which one, though? One where I don't have to not ask questions and have a conversation. Okay, so my issue is, if we go to that pub, there's going to be questions about pies. I don't want to go to that pub. Not, not, not the pub on, not, not the pub on the bridge where I try not to see things. Right, we're going to the other pub. Yes, that sounds like a plan. The one we went to before we headed out to uh, the ruins. The one that doesn't complain too much about giving me some beer and a bowl for the badger. That's the one. Badger bowls. <laughs> Have to booze your badger. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, it's, not, it's not the hobbit's armpit, but it'll do. <laughs> so, uh, you... <laughs> You head yourself back to, I'm, I'm assuming based on that conversation, you want to go to the Rowdy Rockfish rather than the um, the, the Crook's Nook. nook. Um, as, as a small note, remember, while the pies were there, that might not be the most important thing. There were three guys, and you've been told this, there are three guys that are missing who are part yeah. of the Osprey Club, and that might be That's important. That's why I don't want to go to the Crook's Nook. <laughs> But all, all I'm going to highlight, that might be important information, just so you know. <laughs> I know. But in either case, it's not my place to say on this one. So you head to the, to the Rowdy Rockfish, you get in there. The town is eerily quiet. There is next to nobody moving around. And you get into the tavern and there's no music playing. There's the the owner is stood behind the bar, sort of looking a little bit sheepish. There's maybe two or three people that have come back um, from wherever they ran to when all of this started. Um, so, yeah, it's... Um, this the 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 woman the the dwarf uh, woman behind the bar that you know is Brelda, um, is sort of there doing that absent-minded thing that um, uh, 
bar owners do when they're a little bit concerned <laughs> they've got a cup in their hand and they're just constantly cleaning the inside of this same cup over and over and over again and as you sort of walk in she's there's a little bit of a, oh, oh oh it's only you well that's fine then um what can yes, i do lovely. what can i do for you um I'll just, um, I'll, I'll just yeah. keep bringing them out. Yes. <laughs> okay. And very gingerly, she starts sort of moving around and starts putting things to, to, together. Um, there, aren't any, there aren't any more big, spiky, smelly, hairy things around here, are there? Uh, what are you, what, 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 what? That's fine then. You'd know if you'd seen one. Okay, fair enough. Inval will try and Can capture I... and inquire about um, rooms for the night. Oh well, this me. Uh, I um, I think that would be possible. Yes. Um, uh, it's normally. Let me think. Sorry, my I'm not quite um since the tidal wave of undead um hmm. um two silver a night i believe on. okay how much attention is she paying to my shadow absolutely none <laughs> absolutely none Fine. bizarre question yeah <laughs> um and suddenly <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah, it's um no, people are not paying attention to anything really at the moment. It's the first time we've seen Invar in something approaching light, I think. Mm -hmm. Um blue light notwithstanding. So you'll notice that she's perhaps older than you'd first thought, somewhere mid forties. Um very pale skin. A sort of fluid movement almost like sometimes she's not quite there but is because she's sat and eating and drinking and talking and breathing and is clearly here except for the odd moment in the corner of your eye when maybe she's not quite creepy at all so <laughs> i was gonna um actually go outside i wanted to go and check on rin okay you head across which bridge um yeah because you've got hang on is that the one where we're at that's the no 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 you know you are uh you oh, are no. further to the south the bridge one is the crook's knock oh right okay yeah sorry so where's the rockfish one? Uh, further to the south, just down here. Okay, so and Rins is I can't remember now. Up and away. That's that round one. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I would probably head straight up and then across the top. Okay. Bridge. So you're doing everything you can to avoid. Um, Avoid the crooks nook still. You are you are doing your best to, to make sure you yeah. can go anywhere past that. That's that's <laughs> fair. Um you get up to the, pie on you. you you get up to the top there where this rather curious shop that Rin owns uh, is situated. Um the sorts of fake stone circle with this open roofed building um in the centre. Um Rin never stay goes outside that much but her building is never truly indoors um you walk into the the chamber you are almost always there um all the time so they're, they're very used to sort of seeing you and uh, she looks up at you well um <sighs> I see you have found uh, 
And some strange things, have you not? The gauntlet. Not to be fair. <laughs> the gauntlet lit. Yes. Difficult. It's very lit, and it sent things. Yes, I did see this. Uh, though I was not able to help much. I am so sorry. Perhaps this was not such a simple thing after all. Now that we know that the tower itself is awake, we must find out why. And I believe that involves going down. Yeah, that was my concern, because down had scary things. <laughs> uh, you appear to have grown a little since you were last here, though. With a little bit of help Yeah, my horns are bigger. <laughs> mm, this is not what I meant. And, if nothing else... Hmm, if the stars are correct, an old friend has returned. And they are here to help you as much as they can. Hmm. Have you met her yet? Inver? Yes, that is my friend. Oh, so you knew Inver before? In some ways. She's very, very secretive. But very interesting. I so I sent her a letter a little late, I'm afraid. I forgot. But she's here now. At least yeah, she I think be. she's having beer at the moment in the rockfish. Huh. You learn something new about people every day. I mean, you're welcome to join us, but I know it's a bit far down the mm, other end of town. No, it's... I am fine here, as always. Well, I think we'll all come and talk to you and tell you kind of what we've seen and things, but I wanted to check you were safe. Because, um, you know... I am more than okay. Unled. Well, yes, as they said, they did not really come here. Uh, although from where I was, at the top the uh, atop my building, I was able to see. And uh, uh, an odd and peculiar sight it was as well. I would suggest you need to think, remember, you are not just going into the gauntlet for me. If there is anything that you discover, then it may be of use to you. We'll find some interesting things, but it's quite scary. I cannot, unfortunately, uh, tell you that anything uh, below will be any better. The stars do not tell me everything. I only get glimpses. Mm. No, no. Why are you here with me? You should be spending time with your friends. Check you are safe. You know, undead. <laughs> I am fine, as I said. Okay. And then Nephi quickly, like, kind of hugs her and then runs out, like, scurries out. Goodbye. <laughs> as you see her running away. <laughs> Back in the tavern. What are people wanting mm. to do? Well, Island's uh, poked up the fire a bit and there's... Grabbed a seat next to it and he's coming out his beard. Uh, Invar has rifled around in her pack and pulled out what we'd recognize as a basic Native American style flute. So just a hollowed out tube with some holes down it. And he's quietly fiddling with it, trying to almost like trying to remember how to get sound out of it and turn it into something like a melody. Um, Moz will, I, I, I've tried to encourage, um, Tavern Keep to, uh, move across maybe, maybe to a jug rather than just the pot, maybe, maybe the jug, maybe, a jug is easier, a jug is easier, we can pour as we go and we'll effectively be, be nibbling on a portion of rations and having a think over what they've, what we've encountered so far. Um, I know Nephi can get. A little bit, um, I don't know my voice there. I know Nephi can get a bit 
twitchy around places. It's why I didn't want to go down Crook's Nook straight away tonight. Might be some conversation tomorrow, but mm. she get twitchier after we found those pies. Yeah, a little bit. Okay. I don't know. I don't know how popular she is around that uh and that place. I've got to ask, what's this with hmm. pies? It's just a thing. It's just a thing, yeah. There happened to be an abandoned boat with a, some abandoned pies and some vague indication of who the pies belonged to and Nephiate pies. Yeah. Possession being nine-tenths of the law and all. Mm-hmm. Um, crossbow being the other tenth, generally. Yeah. And there's no evidence once you've eaten it, so... Mm -hmm. Makes a lot of sense. So we just ribber about it because it's amusing. It's a harmless joke. It's about this time you walk in, Neffy. <laughs> Do I hear the end of the phrase, um, something about pies and harmless jokes? Yes. <laughs> Have you ordered me any extra pies? They have good pies. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Didn't know if you fancied eating after all that. I mean, I've got some bits and pieces of hardtack and some uh, dry bits and pieces, but the self's probably got something more behind the bar. Maybe. I don't know. I order more food. Like, so we've had this fight, you know, we need some sustenance. Brodel Bro kind of looks I at you. In <laughs> well, Brodel looks at you when you <laughs> sort of say, can we get some pies here? She goes, um, well, uh, you'd need to go to the crooks. Yeah, do you need to go to them? <laughs> no, you do. I know, but I thought you'd kind of branched out. No, I, I, I serve, uh, I serve rockfish. That's the whole name of the bar. Fish. <laughs> I mean, I, I can have some fish. I'm good with fish. <laughs> And, and fried potatoes. Is it in a pie? <laughs> no, you, you get. It's not in a pastry carrier. Uh, you get a number of salted and fried and baked fish in a sort of like a big feast type thing with, um, with a, with a little bit of veg. The quality of it is the quality of the fish is really good. The quality of the veg and everything else is passable. But it's. I make it hot. It's food and it's hot. Absolutely. Invar attacks it looking like she hasn't eaten a solid meal in some time. Much less a hot one. <laughs> well, um, most definitely appreciates this as from, the, from the sailor background as well. Uh, I have to I have to ask uh, Phelan and uh, Nephi and Moz, I guess, as well. Who is your new... F who is this? I'm, I was surprised. His friend. This is a question we've um, almost ducked twice, isn't it? Though. <laughs> but I get the feeling we're all sat down now. Yes. You're Rin's friend. Tell me everything. I need to know everything about Rin. <laughs> I'm just like sat like this, like <laughs> intently. You can almost see a picture forming in Inval's head of Nefe. Um... <laughs> Whether it's right or not will be TBD, but you can pretty much see that. <laughs> I knew Rin 20 years ago now, mm -hmm. when I first walked the earth in this form. I'm sure I've been back since, maybe once. Um, I was in... Uh, Ravanduel, when I got her letter, I don't know how she knew to find me there. Um, and she asked for help, so I came back. Yeah, we all had those letters too. I'm guessing you weren't quite so far away when you received yours. I, she put it in my hand. I sat at her table. As I, said. I would, I would have been a little bit further northeast than Ravenel. It's been a few years since I've been there. 
Mm. I was enjoying it. I mean... Well, no, so far I've come back and had a fight and sat in a bar with beer. Bits of this trip have been better than others. <laughs> well, you don't have to finish your beer if you don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> no, trust me, I'm finishing the beer. And probably the next one. <laughs> At that point, I signal for more beer. <laughs> okay, and I think with that, considering how long this recording has already been... Uh, with settling in for a night of drinking and general conversation, the four new party members settle down and start to unwind after yet another long day dealing with the abomination vaults or whatever lies underneath the Gaunlight ruins. And we'll catch you all next time. Bye bye.